Attention, you're listening to the Todd Huff Radio Show, America's home for conservative, not bitter talk radio. Be advised that the content of this program has been documented to prevent and even cure liberalism, and listening may cause you to lean to the right. Here's your conservative, but not bitter host, Todd Huff. That is right, my friends. You've tuned in to America's Home for Conservative, Not Bitter Talk. I am your one and only beloved host, Todd Huff. End of quote. Repeat the line. Welcome, my friends, to the Todd Huff Show. I am your host, Todd Huff. Email Todd at ToddHuffShow.com. Thoughts, questions, feedback, adoration, and praise. I had to repeat myself, just like Joe Biden. Did you see this? Biden, I tell you, folks, the emperor has no clothes, and there is no there is no way that they can any longer make it appear that the emperor, meaning Biden in this in this case, has clothes. It we we are literally we are literally living in real time some of these um what do you want to say some of these stories and uh, i don't know the things that the founders and people of wisdom warned us about we are living these things in real time all of these sayings, all of these quips, all of these jokes, things that were comical even just a few years ago are now our everyday life. It is just a dumpster fire. I've said it. We are experiencing a dumpster fire, and it is no longer, it is no longer something that the radical left, that the professional deceivers in the media can Defend uh, can, can hide us or can hide from us. Sorry, I was queuing up a soundbite and I think it triggered uh, in my in my ear there. I don't know if you heard it or not, but I'm getting this Biden quote. Let's see, he's out there. So there's so much to piece together. In fact, I told Oz we have enough content today. I, I could I could talk nonstop today for. Multiple, I mean, four or five hours at this point. It is, we got the Hunter Biden iCloud account that was hacked supposedly by people who are now releasing that on 4chan, which is an online, oh my, I, there, there, it's it's just a place where you can, well, th- think WikiLeaks and that sort of thing. This is, these are platforms where, this sort of stuff is is leaked and released and so forth. And yes, it was hacked and yes, it was stolen. Um, it's there, and there's some disturbing things on it. I, it's not just it's not just one device as it was with the laptop. This is everything. I think I read, according to where did I read this? I think it was at Newsmax. I think it was. It could have been somewhere else. Washington Examiner, I believe, actually is where it was. Forty six. 46 devices were connected with that iCloud account since 2011. And so 
I mean, we're talking pictures, emails, texts, voicemails, that someone is hacked. And then the password was was a first name and a date or a year or some such thing. Very, very simple um, from, from what I've read, from what I've seen, you know, stories that have been reporting on this stuff. So that's out there. I, folks, we got Supreme Court justices who now cannot eat in peace, much like Maxine Waters. Remember Maxine Waters a few years ago when Trump was president? She said, don't let him eat in peace. The, the crowd, eh, don't let him eat in peace. That was At the time, that was the Trump administration. She didn't want the Trump administration eating in peace. She didn't want them to be able to go to the grocery store, the gas station, the restaurant, whatever. She wanted you to get up in their faces. She wanted people to not be able to, to be in peace. That's what she wanted. Now that's spreading to the Supreme Court. Justices Kavanaugh over the weekend was eating at a Morton's Steakhouse in D.C. Radicals. I guess, started communicating with each other, texting one another, whatever, posting somewhere. And, of course, the radical pro-abortion crowd comes and there's havoc that is ensu- that, that, that ensues. And Kavanaugh, I think, is you know ushered out. The restaurant basically condemns the action of the radical leftists, which, of course, upsets them even more. So there's a whole storyline with all of this stuff. But I want to bring it back first to our commander-in-chief, president of the United States, the emperor himself who has no clothes. And friends, look, I am one. I am one, if you've listened to this program for a long time, look, we have to be able to express political ideas, ideologies, worldviews, religious beliefs. We have to be able to use whatever language we can, whatever language we choose that allows us to communicate an idea. These are important concepts. And so I would have fun oftentimes with Biden, but I do tell you, I take no pleasure. I don't take any pleasure, and some of you disagree with me on this, but I don't take any pleasure in um, a president who isn't... (laughs) I think the case can absolutely be made. Biden has been has been engaged in a lot of bad things for a really long time. I think that that's absolutely something that those points can be made. So, but it's not just that. Now we, we got we've got that. I think that that can be documented, argued, explained, especially when you look at the Hunter Biden laptop. And you begin to see the inconsistencies between things that we found from that, things that have been we didn't find, someone else found and shared with us, and of course the discrepancies between what Biden and the White House have told us. And it appears quite likely, much like the case of the Hillary Clinton and Bill Clinton Clinton Foundation back in the mid what 2010s or whatever, when they had this charity that now suddenly can't do very well, nowhere near as well as it was doing when Hillary was Secretary of State. I wonder why. I mean, we're not even allowed to point these things out. Clearly, the idea of pay-to-play, and I'm not just saying, I am not just saying it's confined to one party. I am saying, I think it's, I think it is 
spread like wildfire, maybe amongst both parties. I, I don't know. I just know where the clear evidence is, and I've seen behavior exhibited by a lot of people, in some cases regardless of political party, um, that would indicate some really sketchy, questionable, unsavory, perhaps even worse, illegal, immoral, unethical things are happening on a very, very regular basis in our nation's capital and in our uh, bastions of power around the country when you look at you know, city capital cities and different places just around the country in the states. This is an epidemic. This is an epidemic. So there's that part of the problem that's I think clearly needs to be addressed, and that's the sort of stuff that we see revealed in the Hunter Biden laptop, and I have no doubt that's about to be revealed in a, I would even say perhaps much more dramatic way from this iCloud account being hacked. In fact, I if some of the questions or allegations that have been levied against President Biden um, turn out to be true, we're about to find a treasure trove of information that would illustrate that clearly. In fact, if if he communicated with Hunter at all about these things, and I'm not making allegations that he did, some of these these things of impropriety, this pay-to-play stuff, if that happened, if that happened on a large scale, clearly that, you know, Biden's the the big guy and he's talking about transferring me money here and all this sort of stuff, there is a, um, there is a good chance it's in this iCloud history. And this could, this could literally end if that stuff happened. And I'm not getting ahead of myself. I'm just telling you, it is quite possible if all that stuff happened, if Biden, President Biden and Hunter Biden were communicating electronically about this stuff, some of these allegations turn out to be true. All of them turn out to be true. Maybe even more than we suspect today turn out to be true. That is quite possibly going to be uh, in in some of this information. There's a tremendous amount of data. I, forget, I read the number, but I don't have it in front of me. A tremendous amount of data, and of course, it's going to take a long time to go through. And of course, you got the issue of this being stolen, which I'm not condoning that. But I also don't condone the government not pursuing it, right? I mean, the, the whole reason the guy who first got the laptop released it was because he turned it over to the FBI and no one ever did anything with it. They just swept it under the rug and ignored it. Folks, this is why... Folks like me, other people, many of you in this audience, this is precisely why we believe our government is corrupt. I don't want to say, oh, it's it's majorly corrupt, bigly corrupt, as Trump would say. So there's that all, that's one part of this problem. The other part is, that aside, which is a massive problem, I'm not minimizing it, but let's set that aside for just a moment. Close your eyes, push that little, put the lid on that box, set it on the side for another day, another discussion. Let's let's look now, all that stuff being true. On top of that, we now have a president. We now have a president, President Joe Biden, who is not capable, 
regardless of his ideas, now I would argue he's not capable to be president because of his beliefs, worldview, ideology, and ideas, which are really liberal emotions, radical leftist emotions anyway. But he's not capable of being executing the duties of the president of the United States. It is abundantly clear to the point now where the New York Times, apparently the New York Times is now engaging in ageism at 79. Biden is testing the boundaries. He's testing the boundaries as uh, what the New York Times writes about as far as his abilities. He's getting too old, basically, they say, to be president. Now, they admit this. Who else admits this? I think we're looking at CNN, MSNBC, I think, are also now all kind of saying this. They're all starting to come out and say, hey, 2024, Biden's going to turn 82. Um, we're concerned about people like Biden being president because they're too old. Now, why are they doing that? I think this is important to understand, and many of you have already caught this. It's not just that Biden is not equipped, right? In fact, let me play the soundbite. This is Biden over the weekend, or when was this? Friday, I guess. Um, at a press conference talking about action he's going to take as president regarding abortion, you know, um, talking about um, women and how women, there's more women registered to vote than men, and women can actually, you know, through democracy, make it known what they want America to do about this this issue of abortion. Whatever. That's, to some degree, I don't, well, I don't disagree. The court did the right thing. I made that abundantly clear. That's, that is, in my opinion, beyond dispute. There's people that don't like it and all this, but I think it's beyond dispute the court did the right thing. It is a political issue, and now the political fight can happen. The political fight can happen in California. The political fight can happen in Indianapolis, in Indiana. It can happen in New York. It can happen in Florida, Oklahoma, wherever you live, whatever your state. I know we got listeners who listen to the podcast everywhere, not just in the United States, around the world, people who listen on Red State Talk radio, no matter where you listen, your state, if you're in the United States, and there's only 50, even though Obama thought there were 57, but 50 United States, we can have this debate. It's a political issue. I don't disagree with those sentiments. However, however, what I do, well, my positions are that I'm staunchly pro-life, but that's, again, that's a political fight to have. But we have a president who's out here trying to make the case, reading reading from a teleprompter with Kamala Harris, and is it, um, I think that's the DHS, I think that's the uh, Becerra back there, I believe that's who that is in the background, making this speech, making this, you know, this appeal for, basically for abortion to be the law of the land, but he can't even read the teleprompter, and it's so bad no one, no one can defend this anymore. They have thrown in the towel. Biden, hear me say this. I think it is a safe bet at this point in time, barring something of a 2,000 mules on steroids sort of series of events in 2024, Biden is going to be a one-term president. Now, 
Don't get too excited. It's not a direct prediction Republicans are going to win. There's either going to be a Democrat who runs against them, but they have made the decision now. They have made the decision. Biden is done. New York Times is pulling out. CNN is pulling out. MSNBC is pulling out. The strategists, as I played last week, are saying, let people hate Biden. Just don't defend him. Just say, hey, I'm not Biden. You can hate him or not, but our our ideas are good. And the reason is his, well, I mean, folks, the power brokers around, well, around this country and around the world, the people with big, big money and big, big influence, they find the usefulness of President Joe Biden to be over. They find it to be completely over. They're still not sold on Kamala, so I don't know what they're going to do. But they've decided that his his utility has now expired. He's done. He's going to be a one-term president. So, but this is why. I want you to listen to this. You've heard this probably. It's how I started my show. It's why I repeated myself twice, mocking how ridiculous this is to have an emperor without clothes running this nation Repeat the line. He's reading instructions on the teleprompter. When I when I was uh, doing our television show, I would our monologues. I would have I would have on a teleprompter, which was foreign to me. Sometimes I would maybe have something in parentheses um, or some such instruction to like I don't know maybe repeat something. I don't know what what example, but that's he's reading that stuff. He's reading the directions. Smile. Let's say it says smile. He would read smile. But listen to this. This this is as bad as it gets. Remember, we live in a culture that is that has two political parties, one of which is the superficial radical leftist democrat party. Image is everything. It is all about how it appears. It doesn't matter what substance there is. None of that matters. It's how they can make it look, how they can make you feel. That's why they liked Barack Obama. That's why they talked about his speeches. That's why David Brooks talked about the seam in Barack Obama's pant leg when he first met him. That's why, who was it? Uh, One of the other uh, liberal commentators at the time talked about a tingle down his leg. All this stuff, right? Remember these things, people passing out when Obama would speak. That, those are the, that's the the people that put that show together, the smoke and mirrors of that together. They now have this to work with. Power. It is noteworthy that the percentage of women who register to vote and cast a ballot is consistently higher than the percentage of the men who do so. End of quote. Repeat the line. Repeat the line. Women are not without electoral and or political, or or, maybe precise, not and or, or political power. That's precise. That's another saying, you, the women of America, can determine the outcome of this issue. This is embarrassing. I don't think the court, or for that matter, the Republicans. Okay, there he is. Going to go through the blaming game and the politics, which, okay, whatever. That would actually, a world where we had that to worry about, just the politics of this and the positioning of arguments and so forth, that would be a welcome a welcome debate to have. But we are dealing, we are dealing with corrupt politicians and we are dealing with ineptitude. Well, I think these problems we have are intentional. But as far as, we're dealing with an ineptitude of someone to even be able to read the teleprompter. Folks, this presidency 
is over. Now, we still have elections. I don't mean any of that. But the decision has been made. Joe Biden, Joe Biden is not going to be the 2024 candidate. Joe Biden is not going to be that. I don't even know if he knows that. But that is the decision that has been made. No one is defending him. No candidate. No no one in the party. No one in the media. And it's because it's indefensible. He's reading things on the teleprompter that say, repeat the line. End of quote. Which maybe end of quote might have been there. I, I doubt it, but who knows? Maybe that part was there. Repeat the line. Repeat it, Joe. We're just telling you to say it again. Remember a few weeks ago, he had notes on a little piece of paper that says, stand up here, introduce this person here, wave and walk over there. Like, they're literally telling this man step by step where to go. The emperor has no clothes. The entire Western world, the entire world knows it. Even the low information voter now knows it. And it is time they have decided, they might decide to do something between now and 2024. I'm not completely there yet, but if we continue at this rate of damage he's doing, they're okay with this damage. <laughs> Let this sink in. They're okay with the damage he's doing to the, to the American economy, to the American way of life, to the Constitutional Republic. They are not okay with the damage he's doing to the Dem- uh, Democrat Party. That, in their minds, is irreparable and unforgivable. That's really the problem here. It's not the destruction of everything else. They applaud that. That's good. That moves people to want to find another solution that allows these people who love power, people who love globalism and all this stuff to step in and to come in with things like a new Bill of Rights and a new system of economics that's fair for everybody, that's built from the bottom up and all this kind of stuff. That's why you hear that language, is to prepare us, condition us for what they're going to try to usher in when they find enough people clamoring for fundamental, systematic change in this country. They hate it. They always have. They always will. They see it as an opportunity. And to some, in some respects, Biden has succeeded by burning it to the ground. But in another sense, in the process... Everyone knows who's to blame for this. No one likes it, and it's that blame falls squarely on Biden and the Democrats in Congress and the Senate. So really, really long in this segment. Quick time out, my friends. Got to take a break. Come back and pick up in just a moment. Listening to Conservative Not Better Talk, I am your host, Todd Huff. Back in just a minute. <laughs> friends really really long that first segment again there, there is so much when we get back after a busy weekend to get to um but in the last segment i mentioned it's gonna be super short so forgive me up, up front we're gonna get it back on track here i mentioned last segment that biden is now officially and this doesn't again does not mean republicans are going to win in 2024, the the office of presidency. I think that they absolutely can and should, uh, but that's an eternity in politics. That being said, um, Biden is, they've decided a one-term president, meaning 
It's not a prediction Republicans are going to win. That's a prediction that it's not going to be Biden even on the ballot in 2024. And if it is, if it is, and this is why the New York Times is trying to say it's not just Biden. (laughs) It's not just Biden and his inability to put together a coherent thought. It is actually, it's actually... Uh, what they would say, eight, you know, it's because of his age. And the reason is because they're terrified of Trump. They're terrified of Trump. And so they want to take Trump down with him by saying no one in their 80s should be able to run for president. Let's, let's be real here. When in reality, the issue isn't the age. The issue is the competency. Now, I, we all know that as we become more seasoned at some point, um, as people get into the older, older ages, um, that these are these are legitimate concerns for everyone. But folks, there are people, you know, it, it's it has to deal with uh, just their uh, thinking, their 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 health, their thought process. It's not just because you reach 80 suddenly you're not able to be president. That's that's ridiculous. Um, Trump's 80 or whatever, 70, whatever they are. Trump's late 70s compared to Biden's is nowhere in the same universe, and everybody knows this. But I said the only, the only way, well, we don't predict elections here, but we believe that we should go out and see this thing through and vote. But in the wake of everything with 2,000 mules, I, I referenced that and said, you know what, this is still, that's still a real concern and problem um, as we think about this. Regardless of whether you think the election was stolen in 2020 or whatever, what we've seen documented in 2,000 mules, and this is where I'm going to remind you, if you've not signed up for tickets, you can do that two ways. I'm going to break my rule here. I try to only give you one way at a time. Uh, so that it's just clear that you might have, you know, your cell phone and not your, you know, may not have a way to jump online quickly and easily. But you can go to, and, and we extended. I went ahead and decided, made an executive decision last night to extend the coupon. Todd, Todd will save you $3 on your purchase. Discount code Todd, promo code Todd. So whichever route you go here. Visit conservativenotbitter.com, get your tickets, use promo code TODD, and you can go straight to the website. Or if you prefer, if you prefer, text the word, uh, text the word, let's say, we'll say mules again. I'll just, we'll, we'll look for mules today. Text that number to three, or text that word to 317 210 2830, no matter where you are, no matter where you listen, on Freedom 95, on Red State Talk Radio, on the podcast, on the our conservative, not bitter community, if you listen there, wherever you listen, doesn't matter. You can watch 2,000 Mules with us, with me, um, on July 21st. We've extended the coupon discount uh, code Todd for through the end of this week now through whatever Friday is at 11.59 p.m. of this week. You can go to conservativenotbitter.com. That's way number one. Again, discount code uh, Todd. Or you can text the word MULES, M-U-L-E-S, MULES, to 
210-210-2830. I will send you the link, and you can enter, the, you know, complete the purchase of your tickets there. You can watch it online with me, or you can even decide to join the online discussion group after the documentary. So, since we mentioned it, I wanted to tell you about it and tell you that we've extended the coupon. Um, we were not planning to do that, but I decided to go ahead and do that because I'm a super nice guy. So, all that being said, quick timeouts in order. Lots of stuff to get to, my friend. Sit tight. Back here in just a minute. Welcome back, my friends. So, we're talking about this situation where Biden repeated himself. Well, he read the teleprompter that says repeat the line. The emperor's clothes are off. We've gone through all of that. But on top of that, the White House lied. <laughs> I tell you what. Of course they did. The White House lied about what happened with this teleprompter. And, of course, yes, there's the um, references to, what, Anchorman and Ron, what's it, Ron Burgundy. Oz remembers that. I think we saw we saw that at uh, a drive-in, I think. Maybe not. I might be confusing that with something else. But anyhow. Um, but the White House, I, you just can't make this stuff up. We saw it. I played the clip for you. You heard it. You heard Biden say, end of quote, repeat the line. And what you didn't see because you were listening um, and not watching the video you didn't see the acting job by the two um, administration officials, Kamala Harris, and I think that's um, Secretary Becerra uh, behind him. Anyway, individual by the name of Emily Simons, S-I-M-O-N-S, from the White, uh, the White House, says, I believe she's with the let me make sure who's she's an official. I'm pretty sure she's an official at the White House here. She she chimes in and tweets out, no, no, no. This is um, what does she say here? She says, no, he said, let me repeat that line. Folks, complete, complete BS on this. Uh 100%. He did not say, let me repeat that line. He said, repeat the line. I, folks, I, he's reading the teleprompter. It says, it shows him the line that he reads. He somehow got it right the first time. It says, repeat the line. He says, repeat the line. It actually might say, it actually might say, end of quote, or he might have actually, who knows? I'm not sure on that part of it. But then it says, repeat the line. So you're supposed to look at that and not say that. You're just supposed to say, okay, I need to repeat that last line. And instead of repeating the last line, he says, repeat the line. Folks, that's what he did. And it's not, it's not the first time this sort of thing has happened. I would say to you, if the, I've said, I have been very fair. Maybe in some of your minds, fair to a fault on this stuff. I am not here to be unfair to this guy. I'm not. Um, I think you lose credibility 
when you do that. I want to persuade others. I'm not going to try to make it sound like he's saying something he's not because he's saying a lot of dumb things even when he says them the way that they want him to say it because the ideas, the worldview, the policies are, are stupid to begin with. They're dangerous. And so th- I want to address it that. That's what I want to address. I want to address it that way. But to pretend that he did not say this, he clearly said, repeat the line. And then he stumbled all over the place trying to repeat the line, butchering it left and right. And again, they're out here, the White House is out here saying um, that's not what he said. In fact, they're trying to say, let me repeat the line. And then and then of course they doctor they doctor the transcript. Folks, I just I'm looking at this uh, whitehouse.gov briefing room. Um again, they're showing what they say the teleprompter says. I I and it says on here, let me repeat the line. And then there's no way this is what there's no way this is what the teleprompter said because the way they have written this there's there's ellipses there's and ors there's hyphens there's quotations there's no way that this is what the teleprompter said because they know Biden has a hard enough time reading it without all this dashes and dots and stuff on here this is not i this is i don't believe this i don't i don't believe this But they're out there saying that he did. But the bottom line is most people, well, A, A, they heard it. So let's say the teleprompter did say that. I don't believe that it did. It's not what he said. It's not how it came across. It's not, if if you look at the other things he's said and done in the, the note card telling him when to stand up and walk across the room and whose hand to shake and all that stuff. When you factor in all of those things, all of the the it's not just misspeaking is the point. I am understanding to someone if you say enough words, you're gonna mess up. Even I, the great Todd Huff, <laughs> behind this microphone, make mistakes. I'm okay with that. Even if you disagree with me ideologically, that is I don't think that that is at all what happened here. It's definitely not what he said, and it seems more likely to me that he screwed this up and read a line that was supposed to be telling him to repeat the last thing he read. Anyway, that's what I think. Regardless, no one's going to defend this guy. Regardless, he is now officially, officially unofficially, I guess, a one-term president. They are, They have decided this is it. We're moving on. They don't know what they're doing yet. They just know that it can't, whoever they choose can't be, as bad as what Biden's what Biden is. I mean, he's down in some polls into the almost into the twenties. And if this midterm election plays out as it's shaping up, they are going to get annihilated, which don't get cocky and comfortable about that. But that certainly certainly could be the case. Gotta take a break, my friend. Sit tight. Listen to conservative, not better talk. I'm your host, Todd Huff, back in just a minute. <laughs> Something else I wanted to get to. I want to get to a lot. I'm not gonna have time to get to this Kavanaugh 
Supreme Court uh, debacle, not because of the court, because of the radicals who are out there telling people to find out where Supreme Court justices are eating or, I don't know, getting their hair done or, I don't know, just if you see them out in public, they want you to report this and they'll send a gang of radical leftists there. Maybe the way to combat this is for reasonable, average, just common sense Americans to start flooding those sorts of sites with fake uh, fake sightings of the Supreme Court because of, of the Supreme Court justice. Because I'm reminded of what happened in Chaz and Chop. I mean, these folks don't have they they don't have what it takes. If they if they get sent to a couple places and it's a, a no go no show. I mean they they can't they can't do that. They got to get back to the basement and they got to have the what the Capri Sun and the orange wedges. They got to get mom to do the the laundry. They can't be having these unnecessary trips away from the basement to go out there and to protest when there's not really a protest. I mean they don't have well, candidly they don't have the work ethic for that. Now I will say this, the committed Radical left is very, very committed, so they will they will continue to find a way. But a lot of these, a lot of these radicals that are signing up for first time missions are not. Uh, they're going to say to heck with this. I mean, I can just stay in the basement and and continue to play, you know, video games or whatever they do. Anyhow, the other thing to keep your eye on. I was telling Oz about this before the break is Steve Bannon. Steve Bannon has agreed to talk with the January 6th commission, which I'm going to talk about that briefly in the time we have, really briefly when we get back. Come back and wrap up with that in just a second. All right, my friends, really quickly, this Steve Bannon situation. Steve Bannon has agreed and general to, as i understand it to speak with the january 6th commission now really quickly why is why does that matter well first of all it matters because what the media doesn't want you to know the deceivers there they don't want you to know that there is a legitimate thing that the executive branch has called executive privilege and so there's a separation and balance of power and just because congress says you have to do this the executive branch can say no it's it's our privilege to not have to discuss these things because it, the, this is stuff that's uh, that falls under the what the the authority of the executive branch. These discussions and so forth. They want you to think that Trump's out there just being a wild rebel and so forth, and that's of course not. Well, in some ways, it's the case, <laughs> but it's not the case uh, in in this. And so, a lot of folks aren't talking to the to the committee and of course they're trying to spin that to say this guy is you know it's the proof of guilt and blah 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 so but what's important to note here is that trump's team has said has given they've waived bannon's uh, the claim to bannon's testimony as executive privilege so it's not just that they lost something now maybe the writing was on the wall i don't know I don't know, because there was a whole contempt situation and criminal charges. I mean, all this stuff that was was hanging out there. Um, So maybe, I'm not saying it didn't have any factor, but it's important to note that Trump's team 
has waived the claim of executive privilege, which could mean could mean maybe they had no choice, or it could also mean that they have no objections to what they know Bannon's about to say in regard to this show trial. So that's going to be, I'll actually probably tune in for that whenever it's time, but I've got to go. Simply out of time today. Appreciate you listening so much, folks. Uh, folks, have a great day. SDG, see you soon.